Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today, courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing247.com. Uh, prior to getting into the uh, recap of some of the great fights that took on the, uh, that went on this weekend, let me just uh, share some news yeah, from also across the pond this time. Some sad news. Uh, former EBU heavyweight champ, Vladimir Virchis has passed away at the age of 49. According to media reports in the Ukraine, cause of death appears to have been suicide by hanging. And it's reported that Virchis had suffered from depression. Uh, sadly, it just goes to show uh, the impact of uh, life, if you will, on boxers. And uh, speaking of life, uh, in Switzerland, uh, I've just learned that uh, someone who once fought Katie Taylor, young lady um, by the name of Vivlaine Ubinov is now accused of hitting her husband, not once, not twice, but 19 times uh, with a bat in 2020. And she's now in investigative custody uh, based on new evidence that has emerged after the prosecutors presented evidence to stop the three-time world title challenger from being allowed bail. The alleged assault resulted in her husband's blood on Nuff's shoes. Uh, she battled uh, Katie Taylor on the undercard of the anti-Joshua bout uh, with Eric Molina in 2016. But now it looks like she's facing uh, quite a few years in uh, prison uh, in Switzerland um, and was denied bail for fear that she might uh, go to Brazil where there's no extradition treaty. The reason I bring it up is just to prove, uh, quite frankly, the impact, as, as I said earlier, on life on boxers. But uh, this young lady must have been uh, traumatized to the point where to hit uh, her husband 19 times uh, with a bat. Uh, she must have been quite upset at what he'd been doing to her or has done to her. Anyway, it'll all come out in the courts and uh, we may or may not hear uh, about the outcome. But anyway, getting back to what I was talking about earlier, some of the cards on the weekend of impact. Ilunga Makuba defeated Tibiso Machuna. Uh, the WBC Cruiserweight Champion Ilunga Makuba who's now 29 and two with 25 knockouts fighting out of Johannesburg, successfully defended his title for the second time uh, by earning a split decision over WBC Silver Cruiserweight title holder Tibiso Machuna, who's 23-6 and six, with 13 knockouts. Uh, the, uh, the judges' scorecard had uh, 115, 113, 116, 112 for Makuba, while Nathan Palmer saw it as 115-113 for Machuna. Uh, said Makuba of his victory, today I didn't come for the knockout. Um, I just came to show that I can box. I'm going to box, and he's hoping to fight uh, Canelo next, and not Canelo out in my next fight, baby. In his United States debut, the 34-year-old Makuba pressed the action against his compatriot and successfully followed his team's game plan from the opening bell to run his unbeaten streak to 10. We were leading the fight comfortably, said Makuba's trainer, Damian Durant. Junior Makuba had boxed beautifully. We knew what Machuna was about. He brought in some elements that surprised us. I told Junior not to look for the knockout. If it comes, we'll take it. All I wanted for round one was points. He said to me, I got you, baby. Congratulations uh, to that young man. Elsewhere, we saw that uh, on that same car, Trevor Bryan defeated Jonathan Guidry. This is all taking place, by the way, at the W.D. Packard Music Hall in Ohio. 
this past weekend. Undefeated 32-year-old heavyweights, Floridian Trevor Bryan, who's now 22-0 with 15 knockouts, utilized his 20-pound weight and 5-inch height advantage to narrowly defend his WBA crown for the initial time in a split decision triumph over WBA number 13 ranked contender Jonathan Guidry, who's now 17-1-2 with 10 knockouts fighting out of Louisiana. Uh, judges Nathan Palmer, Brian Kennedy saw the action-packed fight, 118, 109, 116, 111 respectively for Brian, while Steve Weisfield scored at 115, 112 for Guidry. A confident Brian who captured the vacant WBA heavyweight title by flooring remained Steven twice before referee Gentle stepped the contest at 126 to the 11th round exactly one year ago on January 29, 2021, looked to the future while praising his game opponent. He said, uh, Trevor Bryan is here to stay, as uh, the Fort Lauderdale resident. I showed that tonight I am, the, I am only going to get better and keep improving my skills. I worked until the final bell. I've taken my talents overseas. I'm going to make those fights against the top three, which is Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, and Lipsy. Alexander Usyk, I deserve those fights. This is a stepping stone for me. Shout out to Jonathan Guidry. He was a tough opponent. Well, we'll see what happens in the heavyweight uh, division as Christian from Boxing 247 and I uh, often discuss uh, on our Thursday show. Also, uh, let's see, out of uh, that same card, we saw Southpaw Johnny Langston, who's 10-3 with four knockouts, and uh, won a contest out of Sarasota, Florida. Earned an NABA cruiserweight uh, belt by thoroughly dominating Nick Kisner. Here's 22, six and one, six knockouts at fighting out of Baltimore, Maryland, en route to a fifth round TKO. Unfazed by his counterpart's decision to alternate as both a righty and lefty, the fighting Floridian recorded his first knockout when a flurry of unanswered punches sent Kisner to one knee at 29 seconds of the fifth round. Elsewhere, utilizing a 60 pound weight advantage, Dakar Scott, who's seven and zero with six knockouts, out of Georgia, captured the vacant NABA gold heavyweight title by registering a 10-round split decision over Ahmed Hefni, who's 13-2 with five knockouts, fighting out of uh, Egypt via Queens, New York. Um, these, if you all re recall, these are all the uh, uh, fights promoted by Don King. Uh, opening the sixth uh, championship fight card, South Pod of uh, Newburgh, uh, New York, native, Trishon Wiggins, who's 13-5-3 with seven knockouts, secured the vacant NABA welterweight title by scoring a third-round TKO over Cody Wilson. In the walkout bout uh, following the main event, Michael Moore, who's now 19-3 with eight knockouts of Cleveland, pitched a near shutout over Anthony Lank, who's now 17-8 with seven knockouts, fighting out of Niagara Falls, New York, earning a 10-round unanimous decision. Uh, the NABA middleweight title was on the line for Lank only as Moore weighed in over the 160-pound limit and was not eligible to win the vacant crown. Veteran boxing announcer and Florida Boxing Hall of Famer Bob Alexander, as well as former WBA lightweight champion Mancini, called the action for the pay-per-view broadcast. Over Mexico City, we see uh, Yersin Aguiar won the WBA Fede Cabribe lightweight title with a unanimous decision over Juan Marcos Rodriguez this Friday night at the Bibi Auditorium in Mexico City. The new regional champion got the judges' scorecards 97-94, 96-93, and 96-93 after 10 rounds of good action and exchanges by both Mexican warriors. Aguiar's energy was noticeable, especially in the final rounds of the fight, where he connected well with Rodriguez to score points that ultimately secured him 
the victory. The 27 Aguiar now has a total of 12 wins, six losses, and three knockouts, while Rodriguez dropped his record to 10 wins, four losses, and eight knockouts. Over at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we saw Robson Conceito versus Xavier Martinez. Uh, Conceito out of Brazil, 17-1 with eight knockouts, defeated Xavier Martinez, 17-1 with 11 knockouts, over 10 rounds in a WBC super featherweight eliminatory duel held this past Saturday night. Conceito, uh, third in the WBC standings, won a unanimous decision over Martinez by scores of 190, 99-91, and 98-92. Early on, Martin, Martinez proved dangerous, wobbling Concierto with a left hook at the end of the third round. Concierto rebounded to clearly win each of the final five rounds of the bout. Immediately after the fight, Concierto called for a rematch against Oscar Valdez. I learned a lot from that loss to Oscar Valdez, but, and because of that, I was able to dedicate myself more in this fight. I was not discouraged by what happened that night. I know who I am. I knew that if I put in the right effort, I could have this kind of performance. My mind is on Valdez. I definitely want that opportunity. And elsewhere, down in Managua, Nicaragua, we had a fight featuring Francisco Fonseca versus uh, Franco Gutierrez. And Fonseca won the WBA Federal Super Featherweight title by defeating Gutierrez by knockout in the second round uh, down in, um, as I say, Managua, which is the capital city of Nicaragua. The venue, uh, which is named in honor of a Nicaraguan world boxing legend champion, Poli de Porfirto Agzatsas Aguayo uh, was attended by quite a great talent from the Central American country and had Fonsenko as the main protagonist with a quick knockout that helped him win the regional belt of the pioneer organization. Fonsenka, with international experience, would battle against good opponents and is best to define early against his compatriot and fill with excitement the artist present at the event on Saturday night. Good for him. Elsewhere, down in Pomona, California, we saw uh, Jose Marufo go toe-to-toe -to -toe against Angel Rodriguez. Marv Nation Promotions kicked off its first event of the year in dramatic fashion as Jose Marufo, 13-10-2, five knockouts, fighting out of Sonora, Mexico, scored an upset unanimous decision win against Angel Marino Mar Rodriguez, who's now 10-1, with seven knockouts, uh, fighting out of California, capture the WBC, USNBC, Silver Super Lightweight Championship. The bout headlined a full night of action at the Derby Room in Pomona, California, and was streamed live on Marv Nation's official YouTube channel. Both fighters proved exciting toe-to-toe -to -toe action for eight grueling rounds. Ultimately, however, Marufo's experience gave him a distinct advantage in the exchanges, which eventually earned him the decision of victory. Marufo won with two scores of 80-72, while, while one judge scored the fight 79-73. My opponent was a warrior, said Marufo. He has a big crowd, a lot of support. That motivated me more in the fight. I'll defend this title against any big name. This win is dream come true for me. In the co-main event, Alejandro Reyes, who's now 6-0 with four knockouts out of Baja, California, Mexico, defeated Antonio Huatal, who's 3-8-3 with one knockout out of Houston, Texas, via a six-round unanimous decision in the super flyweight fight. Reyes won, score, won with scores of 59-55, 59-55, and 60-54. Reyes, who hails from renowned Westside Boxing Club in Los Angeles, delivered a boxing lesson that featured come forward offense from five rounds before eliminating with a sixth round in which he boxed intelligently from the outside. Reyes also brought an enormous crowd who cheered him off from the beginning to end. Elsewhere on that card, Alfredo Hernandez, who's now 7-0 with four knockouts out of Downey, California, 
scored a unanimous decision win against Nicaraguan slugger Osmel Mayorga, who's two and four with one knockout in a four-round super welterweight clash. Hernandez won the three scores of 40-36. Rising Mexican prospect Andy Dominguez, who's now 5-0 with three knockouts, scored a stunning knockout win over fellow countryman Jose Rodriguez, who's now 1-2 with one knockout in a scheduled six-rounder uh, in the super flyweight uh, division. Dominguez ended matters at 227 of the very first round. Also on that card, Kyle Irwin, who's now 4-0 with two knockouts out of Oceanside, uh, California, beat Jalen Phillips, who's now 2-9 uh, out of Atlanta, Georgia, via split decision in a four-round super lightweight division uh, fight. Sergio Jimenez, who's now 5-0 with four knockouts out of Baldwin Park, California, defeated Ray Santiago, who's now 2-9 out of Albany, New York, via knockout in the third round of a four-round cruiserweight, cruiserweight fight. And Avion Cardinal is now 5-0 with four knockouts out of Long Beach, stopped Tyler Jacques, who's 0-2-1, uh, who fights out of Orlando, Florida, in the second round of a super middleweight fight originally scheduled for four. And uh, Jesus Torres Beltran, five and one, three knockouts out of LA, uh, beat Ryan Benabel, two and oh, no, sorry, two and 10, out of Roanoke, Virginia, via unanimous decision. Carlos Rodriguez, two and oh, two knockouts, fighting out of Yalisco, Mexico, defeated Yarel Nettles, one and two, out of Denver, Colorado, via knockout in a four round cruiserweight fight. And that was uh, all uh, held uh, under the title of a box fest round one as i said held in pomona california congratulations to those voters and those fighters uh, over in hamburg last story of the, the day jean kosobutsky versus johan duhopas that took fight uh, took, that fight took place in the universum gym in hamburg uh oh no sorry that is going to take place we were talking about an upcoming fight here hamburg is expecting an electrifying evening of fights with the main fight being between Jean Kosobutsky versus Johan Tuhapas for the WBC International Heavyweight title, and Jose Lardut versus Dusan Vilatic for the WBC International Silver Heavyweight title. Ismail Ozanoto is looking forward to Champions Night. After a long dry spell in German boxing, there will finally be fights at the highest level again. Universum has thus arrived in the Champions League of Boxing. Well, there you have it. And that will be that entire event will be broadcast live on our YouTube channel, says Ozan uh, Otto, called Universum TV. All right, thanks for joining me once again, boxing fans, on another episode of Boxing News Today. Remember to like, share, and subscribe, and hit that notification bell to hear when we're coming up next, such as 4 p.m. this afternoon. That's in a few hours' time, uh, Eastern, Eastern Daylight Time. When I go uh, on, on the air with uh, Mike or at four for Knuckle Up. Talk to you later.